0: Welcome to Your Home with Team Gale at Cobble Banker Seacoast Advantage, the show for buyers, sellers, owners, and investors. We're here to give sage real estate advice and take your calls regarding buying, selling, and owning your home. Brought to you by Alpha Mortgage.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Your Home with Team Gale. I'm Tom Gale. Jack Gale and I are your hosts today, and our guest today is Burroughs Smith, everyone. who's with River Bluffs Plantation. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. And uh, as always, it's an interactive show, so if you have any questions uh, that are real estate related, you can feel free to give us a call here in the studio at 332-6390, or if you need the immediate assistance of a realtor, of course, our Team Yale duty agent is always standing by at 910-541-1212. If you can hear us, we can help you. So, uh, all right, bros, before we get started uh, about uh, the River Bluffs community, can you give us a little bit about uh, your background and, and how long you've been doing real estate
2: development? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, I grew up in this area, and I've been in the development business for about 30 years. Uh, when I got out of college, I uh, got into construction business, and we always had a subdivision on the side or a development, whether it was an office park or residential. But last 10 or 15 years, it's been all residential. And, you know, I've done sagewood at Plantation Landing. I helped at um, Sea Watch, down at Curie Beach. I was one of the developers there. And now we're doing river bluffs. Which is a um, you know three hundred thirteen acre site. And it's very unique, I'll say the least. Yeah. Well, and and I guess uh, first things first, tell us the the location. Where is it located? You can Google up Eleven Hundred Chair Road. It's um it's out in Castle Hayne. It's on the northeast Cape Fear River, and it's um it's on a thirty foot bluff right up on the river. We've got a hundred forty one slip marina planned, and um, I mean it's just so unique. It's got a lot of hardwoods, a lot of topo. It's three three-dimensional where most of the land around new hanover county is flat (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's uh, a it's uh, been a unique challenge to develop yeah well and
1: uh, although you wouldn't get to it from i-140 if you're actually driving on i-140 you can kind
2: of see it off to the right if you're heading towards leland right right before you get to the river uh you can get off right there at the ge exit and um head into town it's the first road on your right we've got a little sign out there that you can see and it's chair road just like what we're sitting in so it's pretty easy to remember and chair road just an old country road you go down about a mile and go over an overpass over to the interstate and then you come into our facility and it's uh, gated but basically the gate uh, guard is a greeter and so anybody can come in take a look and we just want to keep up with who comes in and who goes out okay and and it is something that uh, if somebody wanted to go out there would be an agent on site to to talk to them yeah every day and um, today it starts at 11 and um, tomorrow it's one to five so just about every day somebody's there to five o'clock okay
0: all right and how many finished models do you have out there about
2: We've got uh, about five or six finished. We have got about 20 houses under construction now, and uh, we've gotten some sales here recently now that we finally got some product to show. So it's, you know, it's coming along nicely. Yeah. We, yeah. And, and,
1: well, and this uh, development has kind of been a long time in the works, <laughs> kind of getting everything set up. I know that, uh, uh, you know, the, the county with permitting and all sorts of other things, but you know, this is kind of your, your crown jewel and you want to make sure you get
2: it right. So I know that you've, you've really tried to do a lot of unique things yeah we have it's um, it's such a unique site and we've tried to work with the land and we've got like an organic farm like I said the marina there's a lot of nature trails it's just such a beautiful site so we're trying to preserve it but yeah you had to in involved with all that you got to mix in sewer water gas lines underground AT&T we got UVerse, which is a really neat thing everything's fiber so it's it's been a complex job yeah we had to assemble some more property and and of course we took our time because the economy was slow and we didn't really start construction to about a year and a half ago for our site work and so uh, we couldn't sell lots to last summer so now the builders are starting to finish some and you know you really need to have things finished for people to see it with the sod and Everything in and the landscaping and all that, so we're getting to that point now. Yeah. Okay. Speaking. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Some people have a better imagination than others. Some people, you know, until the sheetrock is up, they they can't <laughs> imagine it. So. Yeah, and then we're also we're making a commitment. We're already building our amenity area, which will have a um, a country store look with a which is kind of a convenient store item, and then we'll have a cafe. So once you're there, you don't have to leave. It'll have a post office, swimming pool, a fitness center. So we're building all that now so it's not a four by eight sheet of plywood pretty picture it's it's real live and it's uh it's come along nicely too it'll be finished here in a couple of months so yeah so uh,
1: all those amenities that you just mentioned that's or?
2: the ones we're putting in right now okay. then we're also the organic farm uh, we got progressive gardens that are on oleander drive they have a company called progressive farms they're planning now and getting ready for the spring crop so they'll be supplying our restaurants um we've got another restaurant planned out on the water um you know i used to own my family and i dockside and we sold that in 06 and that's when i got involved in this thing so we're going to do another restaurant down on the wa- the riverfront and uh, beautiful sunsets down there every day yeah so that's in the plans and you know we'll start that fairly soon too Gotcha, and I know that you guys do have a, a little uh, day dock area or,
1: or you know docks right now. So if somebody is is at somewhere else, would they be able to to come to that restaurant either by water or by road?
2: Uh, yeah, what we're gonna do. So you know, a lot of uh, well, most subdivisions have a uh, if they have a clubhouse. It's kind of a burden on the residents. You have uh, minimums if it serves food, and you have assessments, and it's also in your homeowners' dues. So. This will be a privately owned restaurant and open to the public, but we'll reserve more and more of the reservations to the residents as it populates up. But, no, you can come in and you can come by boat and, you know, Talk at the transit facilities and come on up and have lunch or dinner. Yeah, gotcha. And and you know, the, you kind of mentioned all the the infrastructure that's
1: going in. I happen to live in a community that you had developed as well in New Hanover County, and uh, I, you've one of the things that drew me to the community was the fact that you had uh, left a lot of trees up Uh, and you've certainly done the same thing with uh, river bluffs as well. You know it's very low impact as far as you being able to get all that infrastructure in.
2: Yeah we um, have what's called a low impact stormwater design which is kind of new and we're the kind of the pioneer in that in North Carolina because we opened up you know 80 to 100 acres that's low impact. But That allows you to really work with the contours of the land and leave a lot of trees. we uh the the sites of each house we site it to leave as many trees as possible uh, we have big pocket parks that are you know all wooded and um so there's a lot of natural areas in the, that we're leaving alone and um you know one other thing i'll mention is we're doing is uh, a lot of subdivisions that are on the water the other people to get to view are the people that own the lot on the water we're um, we're gonna have a river walk. We got the restaurant, the marina. So over half of our waterfronts opened up to everybody. So not just the chosen few that can afford a you know a riverfront lot. So
1: well, and one thing I
2: I, I forgot to
1: ask it right up front is is what's the the uh, price range of of homes in yeah. the community?
2: We have um I mean it's they're very nice homes. So we start with uh, duplexes in the low three hundreds, and then it goes up from there. So there's really you know no limit. But most of the houses are in the high threes to up to mid fours right now and um, they're all you know what we're finding is most people want about a 22-2400 square foot house where we give a lot of choices so you can have the one story retirement all brick and rosewood landing at river bluffs that's being done by premier homes who does a great job with those and then we have the neo-traditional type which has got the more Um, historic look of downtown Wilmington or Savannah Charleston. Big front porches um, a lot of them are alley fed so you park in the back in your garage and uh, they're up, you know, the whole idea is to create a neighborhood where neighbors know neighbors again you know, and like I was thinking this morning I mean, I I have several of my neighbors have a key to my front door because we're friends you know, and if I need somebody to let the dog out or something like that, I just call them up and you've kind of gotten away from that in a lot of neighborhoods now. I mean, a lot of people don't even know who their neighbor is, and, and so we're trying to get that back into this this subdivision. Yeah. okay. And uh, uh, w- one of
1: the thing that you kind of talked about too is is the terrain. there, there really is a lot of uh, you know, height to the the community and, and kind of rolling hills in the area, which is kind of unique for Wilmington, which
2: is relatively flat in most <laughs> places. Yeah, when you if you come into Cape Fear River, you know the city of Wilmington's on a bluff and and then you go another five miles and we have our bluff and then you got to go another 14 miles to get to downtown castle hayne and get to the next bluff so it's very unique uh it's just the way the river left it years ago and so there's a lot of history in the site um right now all the daffodils are coming up where one time part of this was a bulb farm you know 30 50 years ago and um so you know there was there was some um we have a cemetery that dates back to the eighteen hundreds, pre Civil War, on site. And um, there's a shipwreck right off there that was, you know, one of the oldest in the state, the called the Rosewood Wreck. And um <clears throat> so it's a very unique site and then the terrain it's just you really have to come see it. It's just nothing like it in New Hanover County, really. Well, and I think that anyone listening can
1: tell that it's a passion product uh, project for you. And and uh, one thing that, again that I'll, I'll say from the community that I'm in is is you are definitely somebody that takes pride in it and does things the right way. And and I've been you know in my neighborhood for ten years now and love it. And and you know you've you've been first class all the way. And and certainly I, I anticipate that with River Bluffs as well. So well, thank you very much for the compliment. <laughs> so um, and. Uh, I, I, did you mention the um, RV storage? For, and yeah, well, that? that's
2: always another problem. And I've you know been doing this for 30 years, so I try to see problems in, in design for them. But we've got an area that you'll be able to rent or own a, a place to put your RV or boat um, storage. And um, it'll be fenced in. And we're also going to have in that area um, tennis courts. And maybe that pickleball thing everybody's into and some of the newer things and we got a dog park over there too we'll be right now i mean it doesn't really matter but as it builds out we'll have places you know you can go walk your dog and let him run loose and that kind of stuff will be fenced in yeah
1: okay and you uh mentioned uh some you know builders and and whatnot uh is somebody able to purchase just a lot to hang on to it or how are you guys working well
2: in sagewood and and you saw this Brunswick County there was a lot of event sales where investors bought lots and, and now the people that bought in are getting hurt because those people dumped them at very low prices and I had to suffer through that a little bit so we will offer uh, for a limited time only you can buy a lot but you have to start within a year and if you don't I can, with the development team, we can buy it back at 90 cents on the dollar of what you paid for. And that's to discourage investors. We want you to build a home mm-hmm. and have home ownership. But you can, and then you have to use our builders team. We have eight builders to choose from. And um, so you you come in, you can buy your lot, you got to start within a year. Okay. And if they <clears> want to kind of learn more about that builder team,
1: then they can again, just go to the, the model and, and kind of see some of the things they've got.
2: They can do that or they're going to go on our website, which is, you know, riverbluffsliving.com. So that gives you the full range. And we're actually updating the website first year. We're trying to, you know, show our lifestyle because it is a unique lifestyle. And I think it's one that uh, a lot of people, you know, would enjoy. Um, And so I think the new website, and you can still see it on the old version, shows all the different choices and that's what it's really about is you know, we're large enough, we're not too large, but we offer a lot of different choices in in home ownership. Well and and kind of talking you had mentioned the organic
1: garden um that'll be supplying the the restaurants there and and the uh, general store that people can purchase you know things uh, right there from uh, right out the community um I know that you had tried to to actually get uh, uh in smaller plots that people could have you know as their own individual spots and and you kind of ran into the the problem with being able to to classify that as organic uh, uh, do you want to elaborate on
2: yeah to be quote unquote you know, certified organic is very strict. I mean, you've and you got to even be careful. Like, we can't take uh, yard clippings and put it into the compost because they could have had uh, Roundup or pesticides. So you have to be very strict what comes in and out to keep your uh, certification. So, yeah, we just figured if you had plots and somebody, it'd be too hard to police. Somebody bring in, may put in you know, wrong type of uh pesticide or something and and then we're also gonna have bees there too, and you have to be careful about that. You don't want to you know, bees kinda range around. So yeah you know everything comes with consequences so, so well I, I
1: just think it's interesting and I'm sure you've learned a lot of the process and could probably write a book about it at this point of all the things that you've learned perhaps the hard way in some cases and and uh, whatnot but uh, but yeah it's just I, you know seeing how the the neighborhood has come along has just been an interesting story for me to kind of watch as as you've you know evolved in, into what it's uh, turned up being but I think that um, again you're trying to provide something unique to the area and I think you've definitely succeeded in, in that and the, the location is uh, of course very centrally located and right there on the River uh, just north of downtown, and, uh, uh, you know, I definitely encourage everybody to swing by and check it out.
2: I mean, you know, if you go and look at a lot of these subdivisions, they create a really nice place, but they could have been in Nebraska or somewhere. I mean, really, they're not very unique and indicative of our area, and this, this site allows it. You couldn't put this somewhere else. I mean, it has to be. It's very local, and it's very, um, you know, typical of what this this area grew up and looked like years ago. Yeah.
1: Well, and we have a, a lot of nice new home communities in the mm-hmm. area. Um, but I think that there are plenty of things that are comparable in price range and, and maybe home offerings as, as what your community offers. But the uh, again, the way you have left the trees up and <clears throat> the terrain and all that type of stuff is what truly makes this community unique versus all those other ones that I'm thinking about um, that are, you know, much more clear-cut and, and whatever else. I mean, this one feels like an established community even though it's just getting started now.
0: And one of the things too that that's kind of unique is there's a lot of communities in the area, as uh, as he mentioned earlier, that uh, we've, we've got, uh, you know, builders and developers that haven't sold, it, you know, lots. Uh, just basically sold lots and they're not doing a home land package. They look unfinished for years to come. I can think of a number, quite a number in the area that uh, were started you know 15 20 years ago and there's still a number of uh, empty lots which doesn't give the community really a good uh, a good feel uh, long term plus you have uh, kind of haphazard home design not that everything has to be cookie cutter and look the same which they surely don't out there I mean I've been out there I really love it myself and my wife and I were uh, and we're still thinking about moving out that <laughs> Come way. Come on. <laughs> yeah uh, but I mean it's really very very pretty and uh, You know, the the home sites that are in a lot of other communities are basically just blank lots and have been blank lots uh, uh, for years. Well,
2: that's a big problem, too, and we want to have an organized build-out. So, and in Sagewood, you know, where I did, it stopped for 10 years, basically, while we went through a real estate depression. So now we're building again. You got people that have lived in a house for five years or more, and then now somebody's building right beside them. And that's a mess. I mean, for eight months, you got a construction site next door. And there's just no way to avoid it. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just a mess, and it's, it's painful. Well, and, you, you know, know, I
1: think everybody knew that the Great Recession was a unique, you know, anomaly. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, yeah. But, but obviously, you guys are trying to design this in a way that's, you know, like you say, much more methodical, so people don't constantly have to be dealing with heavy truck traffic and uh, banging hammers at 7 in the morning <laughs> forever. And, so. and
2: trying to control subs and truck drivers and deliveries. Is, it's, it's just impossible, really is. And you do the best you can. And, You know, this way we can do it in an orderly fashion and we're in a little more control of that process. So, yeah, Jack, you're absolutely right. You know, that's what you see in a lot of subdivisions, they'll sell lots, and there's no time limit. I mean, you can come build five or six years later, and it is a it is a problem.
1: Well, and again, I think it goes back again to your passion of, of trying to make sure that your your vision is really carried out here, versus just trying to make a quick buck. Um, like I think again, some people were just concerned about you know getting that land uh, uh, sale, and that that was it. They were going to wash their hands of it and walk away. And and you know this is definitely something that you're uh, have a, have a specific goal in mind, and are definitely making and sure a specific that, vision. So, and well, and as we were talking about before we even got on the, the radio even on a saturday you're going out there today to you know do some more work so uh, uh, that's what that's what it takes to get it going but it's it's definitely something that's beautiful to look at it's river bluffs uh, in uh, what eighteen eleven hundred eleven hundred 1100, 1100 chair roads right yeah. um uh and right before uh, uh, castle Hayne and and if you have any questions for us here in the studio you can give us a call at 332-6390 um, one of the other things that uh, I, I don't know that we really touched on was, again, going back to that low impact, um, at, how does that impact, like, the actual house design? Are there particular features of the homes that, that you know, would make them adhere to this low-impact community?
2: Yeah, we're, um, you know, the the whole thing about low impact, you want your stormwater to infiltrate, and so we have systems on the houses to allow the water to infiltrate on the at the house site rather than run out into the street gutter like a lot of traditional uh, subdivisions, then it picks up all the pollutants and it goes down to a pond, which is basically not too far, akin from a hog farm lagoon. I mean, (laughs) it's got a lot of bad stuff in it. And then when it rains real bad or real hard, that water goes out into a creek or the river. Our stuff, all your phosphates, nitrates, and bad things in in, pavement and yard runoff go into the soils where the plants eat it up. So it's so much better for the environment. It's just a better way, too, uh, of treating the water, and it's a lower cost. Um, we've got a two-acre park. as part of our infiltration area, and all we have to do is mow it. So there's no liability of a wet pond. There's no maintenance of a wet pond. So it it's really computes back good to the homeowners.
0: and Aesthetically, I mean, it, you yeah. don't notice it. I mean, that's really no. one of the things that makes it, you know, different than any of the uh, communities that are around.
2: Right. So what it also does is like our homeowner fees are $135 a month. That includes your trash pickup and yard maintenance. So at Sagewood, it's $59 a month. you got two, two uh, swimming pools and a clubhouse and, you know, a lot of roads and stuff to maintain. Well, We have a lot of areas we just mow. And so, and a, you know, we're going to have a guard attendant out there. And, and we've got a lot more amenities, you know, really and a lot bigger site. But um, it's just because we're, I've done things, my partners and I, to try to keep the cost down, you know, over the long term for people. So there's a lot of benefits to this low impact that you don't really see up front. But over the years, it, it really – you know, it means a lot to the bottom line. Well, to, and I know that, like, you know. even
1: things like you have the pervious pavement uh, driveways and, and, you know, the, the rainwater collection for, you know, I, I think maybe for irrigation, uh, lawn well, irrigation. that's
2: yeah. one of, We have three ways that you can treat the water, and not all the houses have to have them. It's, it's a part of the low impact. Again, it gives us flexibility mm-hmm. and choices. But the, the best way is to uh, catch the water off the, um, the roof gutter system and goes into an infiltration pipe. And it just soaks right in. I've got one at the model we put in on one side of the house, and we've had four inch downpours, and it just handles it. It just, you, you know, all the water just soaks into the ground, and so what better way of treating it? And so, again, that's water you don't have to accumulate out in the road, and it runs down and gets into a stormwater system and goes out into a pond. Well, and I think that's you even know. more important with the fact
1: that this is a riverfront community. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we're we preserving that, that Cape Fear River water uh, you know, integrity by, by not polluting it, but by doing things the way that you're talking
2: about. Absolutely, and that river up there, the northeast Cape Fear, is probably the most underutilized body of water in New Hanover County, and it's so beautiful and pristine where we are uh, north of us is 14 miles of just wilderness, and there's bald eagles and otters and ospreys and all kind of good fishing to catch big stripers up there. And so we'd like to keep it like that. And it's just um, we're also unique. I mean, we're in 35, 40 feet of water right in front of us, so we don't have to worry about dredging the marina. I mean, it's just a There's just so many pluses out there. It's, you know, I could sit here and talk all day. (laughs) Well, and and,
1: speaking about the marina, so are are people going to be able to to purchase a slip or rent a slip, or how would that work?
2: Yeah, again, it's about choice. So you can either rent or buy your slip, and uh, there'll be a separate association, obviously, for that. And And that would be for owners only,
1: right? Right,
2: for residents, yes, sir. Um, And we've got about 300 feet of the dock in right now just to— Um, It's a lot more to do, um, but um, just so people can get a feel for it. And you walk down there, it's so nice. I mean, it's just very pristine, and you're away. I mean, we're eight minutes from downtown by car. We're five miles by boat, so you can make it in 10 minutes on a 30-mile-an-hour boat to downtown. But you feel like you're in a different world. You're that far away. You know, it's just kind of cut off, so it's kind of a little enclave out there. It's really neat. It just kind of... Yeah, you know, I didn't plan all that, but once I got out there and saw it, I said, "Man, we just got to work with it." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, and and you know, again, like
1: we said, it's it's right near uh, I-142, mm-hmm. so you can get in and you know go to Raleigh or wherever else you need to go for that
2: matter too. It, it's it's a very easy access location. Yeah, it really is, and you know, the, the central part of town's getting so congested and now you can kind of pick and choose. I mean, if you want to go to Porter's Neck, you can be there in 8 or 10 minutes downtown. You can even be in Mayfair in 15 minutes, because everything's four-lane road. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really, everybody that comes out the first time always shows up 15 minutes early for the appointment, because they're like, oh, I got here so quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and something else that, that you touched on at the beginning too, but uh, maybe,
1: you know, worth uh, elaborating on is, is you, you mentioned a post office. I mean, will it be an actual working post office
2: on-site? It's a, It's a nice brick, cute little building, and it'll have your boxes in there the the post office um postal service whatever on gated communities want a centralized area now they don't want to and they're moving away that on from that on all subdivisions Mm -hmm. they don't want individual um boxes anymore in front of a house because it just takes them so long they're trying to save costs so now they just come to a centralized area but ours is a it's a you know housed in there in our amenity areas so the whole concept you come there and get your mail you can walk over and get a cup of coffee in the morning or a bagel or something or organic smoothie you can go work out you can walk all these different trails we have and so the whole it's a lifestyle and Mm -hmm. it's trying to be a healthy lifestyle Um, i know some of us i'm looking at jack are just a little bit older you know we're trying to maintain and You know, exercise and good nutrition are so important. And, you know, we all want to be active and live a nice, long, healthy life. So that's kind of goes with this. Well, and and being, you know, uh, active uh, and, you know, living a, a
1: long, healthy life, I know that that one thing that you've at least explored the option of, I don't know that it's anything that would be official, but uh, I know that you were even, you know, looking at the option of, of uh, for people that needed assistance to try and, you know, coordinate that in some way. And and so, I, I, again, I think it just goes to the fact that you're trying to, to do things just be beyond thinking. Uh, exactly. Just, yeah. well, and just beyond um, the regular amenities that people would typically think of in a community.
2: Yeah, we are going to do that. We've talked to several of these in home care providers and um we've even gotten some quotes and, and playing with that but particularly in the the um the Rosewood landing area but it could be anybody in the subdivision is having um and we'd have a committee just have one provider that would that would do in home care as you get older and, and so I'm dealing with that with parents, and my father just passed away in October, and nobody really wants to go to a facility. And particularly the baby boomers, we're kind of free-spirited, and we don't want to be in a quote-unquote institutional so this is something we're thinking for the future, we'll set up and, and, and have a system, and then the restaurants could provide food as well. So, gotcha. Yeah. Well, and the cost, you know, to, to
1: people would typically be lower for that in-home care mm-hmm. than, than being in a facility anyway, and it's what they prefer and whatever else. So there's, yeah, there's really no downside to that. And I think it's very cool that, like I say, you're trying to, to offer that for those people that that might need it. Um, And so uh, have you guys, uh, did you say that you had planted the first crop of your organic uh yeah, they, um,
2: they've got some winter crops. They planted garlic and stuff. And I mean, it's 10 acres, so what they'll do, part of our deal is they're going to plant enough to cater to our restaurants and to the the neighborhood, and then anything excess, they'll sell on the open market. Okay. I think they do to Tidal Creek and I don't know, wherever they sell. Um, and so they may grow like four acres of carrots and then a couple acres of other produce, you know, kale and blueberries and those kind of things to uh, cater to the community, but... Yeah, they're in the business of making money too, so mm-hmm. they're going to grow some cash crops, whatever restaurants or grocery stores want. Okay. So, yeah. and, and
1: you'll see that right when you're driving into the community on your right-hand yeah. side, right before you get to the guardhouse. Yeah, so. we
2: we do. We've got a little ugly trailer there right now that we're going to do away with, but <laughs> right now it's got running water and a bathroom. <laughs> <So> <laughs> there, you go, there you go. i got to figure out how to handle all that. If you
1: so, <laughs> well, thank you again to our, yeah. our guest, Burroughs Smith uh, and the River Bluffs uh, community. It is uh, staffed seven days a week, correct? Yes. Yeah. And uh, until 5 o'clock – and uh, so, uh, Meredith, they're one of our folks will be out there this weekend, so they'd love to see you. And uh, what's the website again? It's riverbluffsliving.com. Okay, well, thanks, everybody, for listening to Your Home with Team Gale. Have a great week. Yeah, thank you.